Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. is as always a snore and today we're talking me and my brother Raheel hello Raheel hello Raheel <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about a movie called The Menu it's on um HBO Prime HBO Prime <laughs> guys you know what it's Friday I think it's time for me to take out my vape Really, oh. why don't you uh riff about the movie for a minute while oh, I you know I'm not very good on my feet um, so the movie, uh, which is a film is on <laughs> HBO max, uh, which is a streaming service from Warner brothers media. Uh, the movie is roughly one hour and 47 minutes long. I believe that's with both, uh, opening and end credits. Are you back? <laughs> Thank God. Put it in the other room. Oh no. <laughs> well, that's it. I uh, guess the um, kids are going to be uh, smoking up. <laughs> no, uh, it's in my closet. Anyway, what were you saying about Warner Brothers Media? Warner Brothers Media. I've been Warner Bro- the Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell them anything about the movie? Or? I told them the runtime, including the opening and end credits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we're talking about the menu. <laughs> it's on HBO Go or HBO Max. Does HBO Go even exist anymore? I think it does for people that uh, subscribe to HBO from their cable provider. Who it's a has thrilling cable? Conversation. I have cable. Oh, that's right. You do. And you have yes. a whole, like, a landline. I have a landline. Nope. I, I have no idea what the phone number is, by the way. You don't? Nope. I haven't I even saved it in my cell phone. Yeah, a very easy way to do that would be just to call from the landline to your cell phone. I don't think I have any phones that actually work that are connected <laughs> to the landline. They're just there. <laughs> it never rings, but it probably never rings because there's no phone connected to it. Oh, that's right. That We always yell at the kids to like not play with the phone. But Nothing connected. Let them. Yeah. Nope. All right. Well, that's good. Anyway, what we're talking about this movie. Um, it's from uh, the year 2022. It's from last year. They called it on Wikipedia a black comedy horror film. That's right. That is right. What would you say is the first of those? The comedy, the horror film, the food film, 
the I don't know. I don't know how you describe it. For me, it this suspense, was a comedy. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> Who's this man? Mark my my lord, my lord. Oh, oh my god! He is he the Sherlock succession. guy? Is he? Oh, he worked on Succession and he's worked on Shameless. Does he also do Sherlock? Why do I think he's from Sherlock? I don't know. You've said Sherlock about eighty-seven times already. I don't see any Sherlock on here. Mm. He did direct. Oh, he's even directed some Game of Thrones. Oh yes, I remember wow. seeing his name places. He's very good. Well, this and, was very good. And he worked on the he worked on the pilot for Minority Report. Huh? <laughs> the, the you know Minority Report became a TV show too. Nope. Yep. Well, there was a pilot once. And that was that. I'm just looking on his wiki. We're just reading. We're just reading his Wikipedia. We're just reading the Wikipedia. And he did Ali G stuff. Wow. All right. Well, you check out Mike, Mark Malod. Um, And it was produced by Adam K. So, yeah, that makes sense. That adds mm-hmm. up. I loved it. I love this movie so much. Um, the movie is about a group of elites who get invited to a private island to an exclusive <clears throat> restaurant for a meal for the meal of their lifetime. Spoiler alert. It's their last meal. Oh, you should probably say that this is a, a spoiler. Uh, I just I literally said spoiler alert. I yeah. said spoiler alert. <laughs> and then I said this is. Yeah, there's going to be spoilers here. OK, you should okay. watch the movie before you listen to this podcast. And where can they watch it? <laughs> HBO Prime. Anyway, um, let's talk about the people at this. Uh, at this, first of all, let me ask you something. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you watch Chef's Table. Yes, I watch Top Chef. Mm-hmm. Can you watch either of those shows again? <clears throat> well, so one of the reasons why I, I watch all the Chef's Tables. And I watch uh, the Chef Show on Netflix, which is mm-hmm. the John Favreau show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to watch the show called Ugly Delicious, which I believe is David Cho is the name uh-huh. of the chef. Is uh-huh. that the name? Um, so I watch this stuff because I like the food porn. Um, yeah. And I think I can still continue to watch it because even as I've been watching that stuff, I do recognize the silliness of it all right like so silly it's so dumb all of like these chefs that are like crazy assholes for no you're cooking food man like i like i don't know i know that they have to be precise and all this other bullshit to get the most flavor out of everything if they were off by a minute i don't think i would notice my palate isn't that sophisticated i don't know if yours is no not at all right no i mean i love top chef for the drama I love Top Chef for the Padma. I love mm-hmm. Top Chef for the stories. Yeah. Because what I also find really funny about Top Chef is like you always have these people who are like, you know, like they have their little whisk tattoo and, you know, they there's always like a backstory, you know, somebody's always a single dad or a single mom, cooking saved me, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I mm-hmm. also love Chopped for that reason. Like, I just love that stuff. And, you know, I always find it um, love. I find it lovely because I think that I do think that like restaurant workers, like people who work the restaurant industry, especially like any service industry, of course, mm-hmm. but like chefs, they have a very brutal life. Like it's not easy. They work overnight. They work all night long. And then they go to sleep at like four in the morning 
Yeah. And then they have to come back to the restaurant at like 10 a.m. and do it all over again. Right. Yes. And like and and so it is like a really difficult job. And I think it's really amazing to watch them on Top Chef because they like get famous and they win money. And like we've been to restaurants that like like in Jersey, we went to a place that was that's run by somebody who was on Top Chef. Like, yeah, there's another place here uh, in Morristown called South and Pine. Mm hmm. And what the the owner of that was just recently on Top Chef. Like, I do think it's really great to watch those shows because I like to get to know all these people and like the, their brains and how they craft stuff and like how fast they are. The silliest part of Top Chef is the judgment. Yeah. The judgment well, is ridiculous. So I think there is a difference between the Top Chef style of cooking and then this fucking nonsense, right? Like the nonsense where you pay a thousand dollars for a whatever, an eight course meal or whatever, like what they show in this show. That's those are the chefs that are on uh, chef's table. Like the guy yeah. from I think the one in Chicago is called like Alinea or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, those are the people that, you know, come in and they do like it's a whole presentation. Like the night is all about the meal and they like, you know, they like spill the food on the table and then it's like, Oh, it's supposed to evoke some memory and all this other nonsense, which I'm sure, listen, I am sure to the people that can afford that bullshit. Mm -hmm. It is worth it. They go mm -hmm. home and they talk to, you know, they talk about how great this meal is or whatever. For me personally, I can't, I, I can't. Food. I mean, it's just food. Food. It's just, yeah. You know what I love? I will pay top dollar for a farm to table meal. Like that is great to me because also, yes, what is top dollar? What is the upper limit of your Very budget? Good question. Well, listen, here's the thing. I got to be full after I eat. Okay. Mm -hmm. I cannot be doing gastriques yeah. and, and Paco Jet balls. Like, I can't <laughs> do that. Um, I need to be full. And I know, like, remember we went to that restaurant in New Jersey called Heirloom Kitchen. Very mm -hmm. delicious meal. Yes. So good. They had that key lime chocolate thing at the end that was yeah. amazing. Yes. The portions, tiny, right? But they do this thing where they space it out in a yeah. way where you actually feel full at the end because I think that's how human stomachs are supposed to work. Exactly. We like, usually just shovel foods into our mouth like uh, pigs at a trough. Okay. Well, you know what? Blame the British because we were colonized and there's a food scarcity issue. Okay. And that's why all of us have eating disorders. All right. But my point is what was my point? I don't know. I asked you, I think, I think four months ago, I asked you what the top dollar is that you pay for a meal. <laughs> <laughs> you went off on a whole thing. I would pay like $250 for a meal for yourself, for a single person. Yeah. Oh God. So it any... has to be like it would have to be like including tip. Okay. Okay. And it would need to be like I'm <clears throat> I'm saying I'm saying give me like mm, six courses. Six, six courses two fifty, that's pretty good. Sure, that's good. But like the amount of food that you consume for that two fifty or the mm -hmm. level of full that you mm -hmm. are, mm -hmm. you would be the same level of full with like an $8 value meal for McDonald's or Wendy's, right? I mean, my favorite meal is, speaking of Wendy's, is a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Of course. Wendy's. Yeah. yeah. With a small frosty and the, the fries. OG. Yeah, and yeah. you dip the, the the fries in the frosty. Exactly. That's We're what I animals. want. We're not animals. 
<laughs> for me, once I pay over a hundred dollars uh-huh. for a single meal for myself, uh-huh. I start to feel a certain way about it. I start mm-hmm. to feel like I am, like I am spending way more than I really should. Like I should feel bad about this. I mean, yes. Listen, there's a lot of things that I've recently found that I end up. There's situations where I end up, and this is like me, like high levels of my own privilege speaking here, mm-hmm. like where I feel like, like for women, like we get our hair done yeah. sometimes at the end of a hair appointment, you get rung up and you're like kind of dying inside when they tell you what the total is. You're like, <laughs> okay. You're like, is everything great? You're like, yeah, it was fine. And like, you really don't love your haircut. You're really not sure why you're spending this much money, but you just hand them your, you're like, all right, swipe away. And then do they give you the option to tip? Like, do you have to do a percentage? Do you tip? Do do uh, women tip female hairdressers? Of course. Or really. hairdressers? I don't why? know. Yes. Yes. I don't what know do you, the. Why? The, why do you think that we wouldn't? I don't know. I mean, I don't we know. We should. There's a, We're, there's a whole, there's a head massage involved. Like. Yeah. Sometimes a hand massage. Like. It's great. Yes, of course. I, I always tip I always tip everybody like 30% too. Like I just just out of um just out of like uh appreciation for them putting up with me. I'm like, yeah. here, just make more of my more of my money, right? But there are definitely things that like where I found myself like I pay for a thing and six months later I'm like, fuck, I can't believe I really paid that much money for something. So yeah. maybe that two fifty would later on come with some level of regret. But by then it's like, I've already eaten the food and pooped it out and the money's yeah. gone. So here we are. Like yeah. I'll I'll be honest, I love going to like a Mexican place and just getting like the big endless bag of or basket of chips. Yeah. The fresh a, a fajita platter. Okay, and I like a fajita platter, not for the rice. I don't care about any of it. I just like that I can put make myself a little crunch wrap. I like a fajita platter for the sizzle because I'm a child, and of when it course. comes to sizzling, it's you love the drama. Yeah, and the cheese is like crispy at the end. So Ooh. you know what you do? Yeah, you get the as soon as you get your sizzle platter, you immediately take the bowl of shredded cheese they give you and dump it on there. Yeah. So then the cheese melts on it, and then it gets a little crisp, crisp at the end. Yeah. It's great. Nobody made any fajitas in the smoothie. They almost did. There was the the chicken thigh uh, taco. Oh, the braised chicken thigh taco. Yeah. That did look delicious. I was like, oh, I'd eat that. Yeah. Would you what? eat? Would you continue eating if um, the uh, one of the people came? Uh, one of if the sous chef came out and then shot themselves in front of you. Um, it depends where in the meal I am. Like, if I've only, if I've, if I'm, <laughs> because I imagine I've, you know, I, there's no way I'm getting out of this bill if I'm in this situation. So the money spent, I'm not going to be able to not spend the money. And if I'm like, I'd say two courses in, because especially like that first course where it's not really a course, they just try to get your mouth to feel a certain way or whatever. They just give you a... Yeah, mousse bouche. They just make you whatever. Get your palate ready. That's not a. Yeah. That's not really a course. So I'm really one course in. I'm gonna. I'm, are they gonna clean it? They're gonna clean it up, right? He's not just gonna be there. <laughs> you are Nicholas Holt's character, Tyler. <clears throat> no, that's absolutely not true. I when I was watching that, that felt more like you Yo. because you, <laughs> you are a superficial person and you love to take pictures of your food. I- 
<laughs> okay. So there's like various pieces of shit that attend this event, right? There's um the chef is played by Ray Fines. Um there is a guy named Tyler and he's on a date there with some girl named Margot. Um that's Nicholas Holt and uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. And then there is um John Leguizamo, whose name we never find out. He's just a film star. Like we mm-hmm. just we just keep reference everybody just keeps just keeps coming up to him being, Hey, aren't you that? And he's like, Yeah, I am. Yeah. And he's there with his assistant. Um, there is a woman, a, a, like an older man there, um, who's there with his wife celebrating their anniversary of some sort. They're they just seem super duper rich. There's a bunch of like dude bros that look like essentially Andrew Tate fans, right? They look like succession guys. Oh, well, because some of them are succession guys. (laughs) One of them is a succession man. Um, Is that all of them? Is that all the diners? Oh, and then of course, there's a food critic. There's Mm -hmm. a food critic and her uh, assistant of some sort. And the food critic and the assistant, I feel like were... I laughed the most when they were doing things. Yeah. Because I believe, I believe I that like, guy. I, this sorry. is Top Chef. Yeah. I believe that guy is like a magazine editor. She works yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah. It's he's played by Paul uh, Adelstein. Adelstein. If you're a Bravo listener, um, he was like the husband on Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. He's been in Scandal. He's been in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, they, he was like a he was like the magazine editor and she was like the food critic. Yeah. Um, Lillian was a food critic, and the, those two were the biggest pieces of shit, wouldn't you say? Um, so I was thinking about this. Who is the worst? Who who deserves to die the most? Um, and it's tough not to vote against the guy who hired a sex worker to yes. uh, pretend to be his daughter while she made yes. eye contact and did everything else. Um, yeah. but I would, I think it's Nicholas Holt, and the reason is is yeah. because he is a killer. Like yeah, he knew what was going to happen. He's, he's a, a murderer. He was a sociopath. Yes, yeah. correct. So. And he intended on bringing his girlfriend there. Yeah. Yeah. And she broke was, up on them. He was going to bring his girlfriend. She broke up with him. So then he purchased a sex worker. And he was going to bring his girlfriend, even though he knew that they were all going to die that night. Yeah. Who? A, yeah. Who? Who do you think was like the funniest reason why somebody should die? See the oh. jump. Oh, John, John Leguizamo's assistant. Yeah, yeah that's when he true. said, he said, "Where did you go to college?" She said, "Brown." And he says, "Do you have any student debt?" She said, "No." He said, oh, "Okay, you're gonna die tonight." <laughs> um, I did feel bad for the mom from Who's the Boss, uh, who's playing the rich dude's wife. Yeah, the rich dude who purchased the sex worker's wife. Mm-hmm. I did feel bad for her, but then I kind of didn't because this is apparently their like 15 time dining at this ex- exclusive once in a lifetime place. And they don't remember a single thing about it, exactly. which like I was like, all right, you're privileged pieces of shit. Um, but you know what? I felt like almost every single person who died deserved to die. Um, <laughs> it is funny that you said that Nicholas Holt's character reminded you of me because every time he did something, Fahad would look at me and be like, it's you. That's you. <laughs> Do you feel good about yourself? That's you. And I was like, I know. <laughs> um, do you think anybody should have been allowed to leave besides uh, Anya Taylor-Joy's character? The sex worker? Yeah. The, I mean, I, listen, I don't think any of them deserve to die. Come on. Okay. Um, I mean, they are. There's, uh, they're problematic people in the mm-hmm. sense that they have kind of lost the thread 
mm-hmm. of reality and they put importance on the wrong things, right? That doesn't mean that they deserve to die other than maybe Nicholas Holt. Um, I'd say the assistant should have gone to live. I think, and um, the wife. Yeah, the wife should have lived. I think. Yeah, but she's like, you know what? Get out of here. Take your burger and get out of here. All right, yeah. go, go ahead. Go ahead, sex worker. Go ahead, my sex worker who looks like my daughter. Once again, and I think we hit on this a couple of weeks ago. Always root for the sex workers. Unless- Always root for the sex worker. I was so happy for her. I was like, yeah, you go go eat your cheeseburger, girl. Look how savvy she is. And she seemed hungry, too. Yeah, she really did. She really yeah, did. Even, even before the movie started. <laughs> um, it's funny because in my notes, I wrote, who reminded you of me? Because I knew this was coming. <laughs> uh, well, so let's yes. talk about that seriously. Okay. Do you okay. have Do you have, like, some sort of, like, religious type of reverence for the chefs that do the thing that are like crazy um no no i don't i don't i am just as happy to take a picture of like a fancy dish as i am to take a picture of like a cup of coffee and a croissant Mm -hmm. like it's not anything really and that's probably super offensive to the people who like put in an effort to like make their dish super fancy but i also feel like people should know that like you don't have to do that so did you hear like just this week you know this restaurant called noma Mm -hmm. Noma's like the it's like the most high-end restaurant of all time i think it's like danish or swedish or something right they're shutting it down because they're talking about they've admitted that high-end dining is absolutely unsustainable not just for like economic reasons, but because they can't keep staff. They cannot keep staff on to keep working the kinds of work that you have to do at a job like that. Yeah, and it's I all the burnout. Yeah, it's burnout. It's insane. So I don't know how the economics of it work, right? Because to me, you're already, you know, the patrons are paying a ridiculous sum of money for food. Like mm-hmm. that amount of money doesn't make sense. Like it's, actually obscene and fucked up that you would pay a thousand dollars for a meal when whatever blah 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 Mm -hmm. um so how are they losing money because it costs this much money to like source the food or for the supplies i I don't understand how the economics aren't working out for that i guess i think that i think that one it is um it's hard i don't think it's hard to source the food that they're sourcing but i think it's hard to create the food that they're creating because i think it requires a lot of work to create Mm -hmm. the dishes that they make and then i think that like the labor costs are too high to keep serving out these kinds of foods and i don't think they like see like you know it's not like a fucking cheesecake factory where you have like hundreds of people go through and you know eat Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Let's talk about that place. I'd pick that place over any place. Honestly. The portions are insane. Seriously, you're eating for a week. Yeah. The chicken Madeira. Yeah. You love (laughs) your chicken Madeira. I do. You do. I, you know what? I go to Cheesecake Factory and I usually order something different every single time I'm there. Oh, look at you. So adventurous. (laughs) Variety. (laughs) I have a cool question for you. Uh-huh. But it's on the other side. Okay. Now you uh-huh. are a You're cook. Gonna... <laughs> <I> th- Ooh. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? I didn't know what you were going to say. Ca- it started with a cut. Ca- All right. <laughs> well, that's uh, always true. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but you are uh, you enjoy cooking. I would imagine you enjoy cooking because you do it well, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, when you are cooking, are do you get? Um, is it just stress, or do you get a sense of fulfillment from watching people eat your food and enjoy your food? Are you I, looking for a reaction? I love the whole process. <laughs> I love planning a meal. I love cooking the meal. And I love eating it myself and watching. I don't I don't know if I enjoy watching people eat it. Like, that's weird. I will eat I it know, myself. Man. I don't know, man. You um, kind of hover over me as I'm I mean, eating it. Well, I, I, feel, I feel pressure. O- I only hover over you because you always show up late and then I have to fix you a plate separately. And then I'm like, please eat these bites together. I don't have to hover over my husband, okay, or my it's children. It's a lot um, of stress on me. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm so sorry. You're stressed out. Eating a delicious plate of food that you did nothing for. Um. Anyway, I love all of it. I enjoy, uh, but I think for me, um, I don't think it's so much like the satisfaction it gives other people because I'm a very self-centered person. Mm-hmm. I think that it's more so just like being able, it's like a creative thing. And it's not like, I don't know. I don't feel like I have like the most beautiful plates, but I think that the the food that I make tastes really yummy and it makes it me is, happy. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. I enjoy your cooking. You're my Thank second you. favorite uh, cook in the world. Who's your first? Our mother? Our mother, yeah. Oh, when that's She still nice. brings still? her A game. Yeah, someone she still brings her A game. Okay. It's been and a she's long, really... long time. <laughs> really, really struggling lately. She's real struggles, right? She's yep. almost 70. So like, what are you going <laughs> to do? Um, <laughs> you got to cut her some slack. Uh, yeah, I do. I love, I love food. I love food. I love cooking it. <laughs> like I get really excited when I see like somebody make like a stupid 15 second video on Instagram and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to make that. And I love making it. I love putting it together. I, you know what my favorite thing to do is, uh, after the kids go to school and I'm working from home, the sunlight in my kitchen is falling yeah. very nicely on my kitchen counters. Yeah. And I like to make myself a toast. And I like it's like a little ASMR journey for myself. Yeah. Like the sun is twinkling down at my plate and I'm scraping the butter on my toast and like frying up my eggs. It's just so nice. What's that? What's that prep time called? Is that that's not mise en place, right? The it mise is en... me it is mise en place. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, good. good job. Good job, buddy. <laughs> you did it. Um, do you think you'd make a a good sous chef? Um, I would make a good sous chef because I'm obedient like a dog. You <laughs> are. You are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you would burn out. I would burn out very well. Like all, you know, like the stuff where like the chefs do cocaine and stuff like that and stay so up at the much. Mm-hmm. And all the sex workers of all ilks. Yeah. All of it. Men, women, whatever. Bring it all yeah. on. Yeah, just, all the deadly sins. Yeah, just sensory overload, whatever. That's what would happen with me. But I do. So I make food for myself. But mm-hmm. it's not really food. It's really just mush, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mushy food. Which we, maybe that's something we can touch on when we talk about the s'mores scene. Because <laughs> you are you're famously horny for crunch. <laughs> I love a crunch. <laughs> and you famously eat baby food. I eat baby food, yeah. <laughs> If, if if you're going on a date with me, we're doing a tour of like cereal, Cerelac or Gerber food, <laughs> a tasting menu of Cerelac. 
<laughs> would you would you want baby spoons or would you be fine with a pouch? <laughs> How do you eat it out of the pouch? You don't know. You've never seen my kids eat it out of a pouch. No, you just a, is it like a straw? It's a twisty. No, it's a squeezy oh. pouch. It's a twisty. Twist off the top and you just suck on it like a two year old. Well, if we're doing like a if we're doing a tour of Cyrillac or a tour of Gerber food, I would imagine that there's some like fun play off of like the sucking <laughs> on the pouch thing, right? And I'm sure they could like make it cute. <laughs> Like, this is mac and cheese, Cyrillac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. I'm what so glad we... that you know exactly. What were we talking about? Carol, would you say you are a giver or a taker? Oh, I'm a giver. Come on. Yeah. You know that. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You are. You are. You think I'm a taker, don't you? No, I don't. I think deep oh. down, I think I think you, uh, your outside facade... <laughs> Facade, facade <laughs> is of a taker because mm-hmm. you are <clears throat> assertive. Let's go with that today. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what you want. And when you pay for something, you know what it is that you want. And you are disappointed when you don't get it. Right. Yeah. But I think deep down inside, you are a giver. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taker presenting, but yes. like painfully, <laughs> painfully and like tragically giver internally psychotically almost like (laughs) (laughs) like like crazily yeah exactly um we have a question for you do you think ray fines is hot um so i can't unsee him as voldemort now like i when i look at him like even like he hisses in this movie and sometimes like he says some (laughs) things very quietly i'm like voldy but, Tom Riddle, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> you know, when people say that like there's a seductive quality to like psychopaths or whatever, <laughs> I can see that with Ray Fines. Like if somebody's in a Ray Fines, that intensity or whatever. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Are you do you think he's hot? Honestly, the crazier he got, the hotter <laughs> he got for me. I was like, you know what? He at least he knows his truth. And his truth is that he's a lunatic. Yeah. And that's fine. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not fine. But, like, did you feel like... Okay, so, basically, in this movie, the chef loses his mind uh, because he can't keep... Do- Essentially, they're all burnt out. They've lost their marbles, and they decide that they are going to all die, including the diners, right? Mm-hmm. And so they keep doing all these things because... He's basically he's essentially lost like his like love for the art and he yeah. feels like his type of dining, his own restaurant is one of the reasons why he has lost his love for the thing that he did. It's not fun yeah. for him anymore. It's not exciting for them anymore. It's unsustainable and it's crazy. And the reason why they want to murder all these diners with them is because the diners are the takers who've never appreciated the stuff that they did like they're putting in all this love into their art and Mm -hmm. then the art is not being appreciated it's just being complained about so they end up at the end killing themselves but he does let the sex worker go because she's she's there as a guest of a psychopath Mm -hmm. um you know, at the end when he makes her that cheeseburger and he's so happy to serve it to her. Yeah. It's like, I could kiss you on the mouth. You're sweet, <laughs> sweet man. We should get married. 
<laughs> He's so happy about that. About you know, it's like reverse Ratatouille because Ratatouille, it's like the critic gets that. Yeah, he, you know that sensation the first time he bites into it, right? It's like the same thing he gets finally after all these years. He finds the passion of cooking again, a pa- the passion of basically serving somebody, which is yeah. you know that's why he asked her also if she enjoys her job, if she yeah. enjoys serving people, and she said that, and she she goes that she used to, yeah. and he says the same thing because yeah. you lose your passion because people don't appreciate it. Um, speaking of ratatouille, <laughs> yes. What is your ratatouille meal? So basically the meal where if you think that if you take a bite of it, you are immediately transported to your childhood. Um, I think you know what it is. I'm going to say it's very basic. It's uh spaghetti with meat sauce. But (laughs) is that yours too? So that is I made a list of the things. Yeah. Um, that is, and I was talking to our mother about it before, and she said the same thing. She's like, "I bet it, that's what it is for you guys. It's the that spaghetti uh, with the meat sauce, with the meat sauce that she made. Yes, with like peas in it. I I didn't like the peas. Oh, I, I love the peas. peas. The peas no, were essential. I, I did me. not like the peas. Okay, it's just spaghetti, and then the meat sauce was like cooked. I mean, she would use like tomato paste with it or ketchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I think she used ketchup, but as an adult, now when I make that. I like to put tomato paste in it because mm-hmm. it adds that sweetness. It's like the best. I could eat the entire pot. Yeah. I just love it. That's my childhood meal. That's the one that I I did make ramen the other day, like the way that we used to eat in like middle school and stuff, like on the yeah. stovetop, like as a ramen as like baked ziti. <laughs> and <laughs> and it didn't do the same thing for me. Oh, really? Like it didn't it didn't like and it, yeah, it's not the same thing as spaghetti with meat sauce. Yeah, I haven't had ramen in a long time. I wonder how I would react to it because by the end of it, it, I loved it. But by the end, I I bastardized my ramen because I used to drain all the water out. It used to be like dry ramen, and then I yeah. put marinara sauce in it and cheese. Yeah. And then I I, I think I described it real. <laughs> oh, sprinkle lemon pepper on it. <laughs> lemon pepper on it, and the, like the chili flakes, and it's just. Like smush again, just a gluttonous, gluttonous, whatever, just <laughs> dirty, disgusting meal. And I used to love it, but what's your ratatouille meal? So it's either so that spaghetti mm-hmm. is on the list. Um, I was thinking, so her chicken salad is amazing to me. The chicken oh, salad right. is magical to me. Yeah, and you love I, a chicken salad. I do love a chicken salad, and you know what I realized. There, I have never found a chicken salad that will replace our mother's chicken salad, which is weird. Because she has. Weird? I don't remember it. Really? Yeah. So there's like carrots in it. It's like a hint of yeah, carrots and like celery. It's amazing. There's something special about her chicken salad. She's not it's made different. it for me in yeah, twelve well, years. She doesn't love you. That's true. Um. So I like that, and then. Uh, when she used to make pizza when we were kids, yeah, I used when we to were kids, yeah, or like I, I used to be best. really excited about like hot dog sandwiches. Remember <laughs> the hot dog sandwiches? Honestly, my kids love hot dogs too, and like they get so excited when we make them for them. Yeah, fucking hot dogs. It's just hot dogs in a bun. Aiden doesn't even eat it in a bun. He likes to get a cheese shell of his hot dog. Do you know this about it? A cheese shell of his hot dog? No, I don't know this. So he has me melt shredded cheese on a pan. That's and, then amazing. Wrap, and then wrap the hot dog in it. 
That is amazing. It's a it's a low carb dream, honestly. Yeah. He'll but then he'll eat like four of those and then he feels sick. Um yeah, hot dogs are the best. Like I feel like childhood foods are so yummy, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, is it yummy because you uh you had an infant's palate and you were eating like, you know, baby food a second ago? Um, or is it actually yummy? And then sometimes I think to myself, like, I actually think simple foods are just really good. I they don't are like just fancy stuff. I'm sure there's some sort of like you know, psychological reason why you love that stuff, right? I'm sure there's something about, like, being transported to, like, a more innocent time when you didn't have responsibilities and you felt safe and all that other nonsense is probably part of the reason why you like those meals, like the comfort food meals. But I don't know. I think I still think that they're delicious. Like, would you – I was thinking, like, our mother's, like, uh, desi food, Mm -hmm. right? Like rice and dal Mm -hmm. and a salad Mm -hmm. and something Mm -hmm. like that. Do you get transported with that? I don't think I do. I but do I know I love it a lot. Like, that's probably, at the end of the day, that's probably the, my favorite thing that she makes. Like, just a, like a simple plate of her desi food. Just, like, one regular thing. Um, I had I had Bilal at, you know, our family friends, uh, mm-hmm. my, my in-law's family friend's place a couple of weeks ago, and it tasted like our mom's Bilal, and it made yeah. me really happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I know this is going to sound terrible or maybe like, but I, I think one of the, my favorite bites of food for myself, I think you may have mentioned this before is my lasagna. You're going to always, so you're going to say your favorite food that you've eaten is a food that you make yourself. (laughs) That is what you're going to say. I'm not saying that. (laughs) I'm saying one of my favorite foods that I eat. It's lasagna. Is the lasagna that I make. So now your lasagna is on my top 10. Which, by the way, it has hints of the feeling of the spaghetti yeah. with meat sauce. Exactly, yeah. So your lasagna is, is on the list for me. Your lasagna is on the list. Your sliders are on the list. Okay. Um, and one of your chicken is on the list. I don't remember which one it is. Is it like a slow roasted, like, like a slow pie? roasted chicken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's mm-hmm. it. Sometimes, well, maybe maybe I shouldn't publicly announce this. You can say it; it's fine. Your daisy food, uh huh, um, is very good. So <laughs> I'm so nervous, but <laughs> it bothers me a little bit because it has uh, a lot of the hints of our mother's food, but it's but not it's our not mother's the same. No. no. I can't and it make feels it like, like her. Yeah, I feel a little bit like impostery. Okay. When I'm, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when I'm eating me, it, our food, my food, my daisy food is close to our mother's food, but it's not the same. And then you're mad about it. I am mad about it. I'm like, why isn't this our mother's food? Okay, but it's not. What do you want me to do? It's my food. Be better. Be okay. better. Be a better cook. All right, fine. Um, do you love cheeseburgers? You don't. Uh, <sighs> Did you want to eat that cheeseburger at the end? I wanted it. So the cheeseburger, I guess we can talk about Like, what is your favorite course uh, oh. out of the entire course that they that they show? I think the cheeseburger is obviously, it's the most delicious looking thing in the movie. It looks like a delicious cheeseburger. Either I mean, that or like the, the, or like del- the Tortillas Delicioso were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Those <laughs> did look good. But did they have any sort of sauce with it? Because was think- it just... Mm. 
I think it had some sauce on the side, but I think the braised chicken thighs yeah. were sauced enough where you wouldn't need anything else. I do. I, I would like the the tortilla to be sopping up some sort of. Um, I don't juice. want to say liquid, some sort of juice. Yeah. Well, I think the chicken thighs are naturally juicy. I know so they I are. feel like there's a juice there. You know what I would need with that is like some sort of a pickled onion or like a a pico de gallo or something <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would want something to dip it. I'd probably fuck the whole dish up and ask for like ranch. <laughs> the ranch dressing. I'd be like, can I get that board of um, the breadless board of sauces back? I'd like love that. To that would be amazing. You know, that's like something I do all the time. Like we'll order like an appetizer. And if it comes mm-hmm. with the sauce and there's sauce left over, I'm like, we're keeping the sauce. I don't care if I've ordered steak later. I'm yeah. keeping the sauce because I'm going to eat it with the steak. Never waste sauce. Never, ever I waste never, sauce. Never. I never went. No food left behind. <laughs> I Never. <laughs> anyway um yeah i think the chicken thighs are good but the dessert was them as s'mores it was the guests (laughs) wearing marshmallow hats no marshmallow suits yeah (laughs) they had chocolate hats (laughs) do you like a s'more oh perfect question so I think um, people would assume that I love us more because mm-hmm. I'm a fat pig. Um, <laughs> You're not but, fat. But, you know, I have never uh, gotten on board with the s'more. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for that. All right. First of all, okay. I don't enjoy a hard shell. The graham yeah. cracker is hard, right? Okay. And then the second part, so like when you make s'mores, mm-hmm. right? Um, I feel like you never get the temperature right. So mm. the chocolate is either too melty. The marshmallow is either too hot. It's not put together the way that I want it to be put together. It's better in my mind than mm-hmm. it is in execution. And again, like the, with like the, the graham cracker crust, like the worst is like when you take like the first bite and everything just oozes out of the sides yeah. and then it falls on your lap and it burns your lap and you're like, why am I doing this? And it's not <laughs> really even worth it. When's the last time you had a s'more? Um, probably a while ago, like a long, long time ago. I know you guys are big on s'mores, right? In your house, you basic well, bitches. Well, okay. Well, first of all, don't talk about my sons that way. <laughs> Secondly, I was like you. Okay, I was like you. I was not a s'more s'more man. I'm not a s'moresman. <laughs> a s'moresman. A s'moresman. <laughs> not a s'moresman. Okay, or a s'moreswoman. Yeah. Um, I didn't like them. I thought they were too much. I thought they were overrated. I'm not really a marshmallow girl. I like chocolate, but I like peanut butter more. You know? Yeah. I'm like I'm like that. Okay. But then we got this fire pit in our backyard. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the kids were like, s'mores! Right? So I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then my friend, who does fire pits often, taught me how to make the perfect s'more. Okay. Especially for the kids. Because the kids, yes. we cannot have the kids dripping and oozing and dropping and burning yeah. and all that, right? So the perfect way to do it is you don't use you don't use regular Hershey's bars. You use Ooh. the small ones. You use the mini ones. Oh, like the single packs. The singles. The teeny tiny little singles. And they're the uh. perfect size, right? And the perfect thickness, too. And what you do is you break yourself a piece of graham cracker 
right? Or two pieces of graham crackers that are just a little bit like a, a good size bigger than yeah. that. And then the other key is that you do not burn the marshmallow. You only roast it high up enough where it feels like where it looks like it's golden okay. and soft. And also the marshmallow can't be too big. Okay. And just when it's just perfectly golden, you take your graham cracker that already has a piece of chocolate on it. You put the, you still have the marshmallow on the stick and then you just squeeze it on, like you squeeze the sandwich on it to release the marshmallow from it. Oh, It melts perfectly. And then when you bite it, when you eat it, the chocolate isn't so melted that like you don't get the chocolate bite. Yeah. The marshmallow is warm enough where it sticks to the graham cracker so the graham cracker doesn't break and nothing falls out anywhere. And you know what's really good? If you replace the Hershey's bar with a Reese's peanut butter cup. That sounds amazing. What's the temperature like? Are you is it is it a warm meal or a warm no, bite? No, it's everything. Because the chocolate is is like warming up, but it's still cold. It's still like yeah. room temperature chocolate. The only warm thing is like the marshmallow, and even that, it's not hot. I feel like my kids eat it. They're not burning their mouths. Okay, I'll try it. Yeah, you know what? For you, I'll make you one of those. Oh, great! Fantastic. Yeah, and then I'll hover over you while you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you think that... Uh, do you think that the man that was murdered in the ocean should have been murdered? That sounds like it. I mean, you know, any of those billionaires... Because it sounds like he's just like a hedge fund guy, billionaire mm-hmm. type of guy, you know, corporate raider type of guy. You can kind of always talk me into that being okay. Like, you know, I wouldn't murder them, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if they've wronged people and they have wronged people, you don't get to be that rich without wronging people, without stepping on people's heads. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. It was, yeah. I, I, that's a terrible way to go. Drowning, I think, is my, is, is like the most, my most feared way to die, I think. Really? Yeah. It's either drowning or being burned alive, I think. Oh, wow. What's yours? Fire and water. Look at that. Oh, look yin, at that. Yin and yang. Interesting. <laughs> Minus suffocation. Oh. If anybody's wondering. <laughs> Minus suffocation and being trapped in a small space. Okay, I'm highly claustrophobic. Do you know that about me? I'm very claustrophobic. I did not know you were like paralyzingly claustrophobic. I didn't know it was that bad. So it's where does like, it? I mean, like, it's not paralyzing, but like, if I'm in an elevator with a lot of people, I get very uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly yeah. fine in there. Like, I mean, I'm not outwardly showing it because I'm made of steel and nobody would ever know. But internally, I'm dying inside. You know, I was thinking about it. And I don't think that it was fair that John Leguizamo had to die just because the chef didn't like his movie. I thought that was hilarious. That was hilarious. hilarious, But it's a little unfair. Yeah. But he seemed to be taking it in stride. He said, you know what? He calls himself a piece of shit. He's like, I'm a piece of shit. You knew that about me. So he's accepted it. Yeah. Do you think that if you were in that situation, you'd go, you know what? Let me eat this meal. You already did. I w- yeah. At a certain point, I think I would. Because I would say, I mean, there's 
you know, do any of us really deserve to live? Do you deserve to live? Can you answer that question honestly? Um, yes. <laughs> I thought I I'd catch you all, off guard. I think we all deserve to live. I thought I was hoping I'd catch you off guard. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'd say, okay, well, it makes sense. At, at a certain point, I would just accept it. Yeah. I don't, would you fight? Are you a fighter in that situation? No, no. I would try to talk my way out of it, I think. But if it wasn't working, it's not working. What are you going to do? I mean, I think it's different because it's like, if this is, uh, this would only happen, if this happened, I'm like an adult woman and I'm like away from my kids. Like my kids mm-hmm. are adults also. So I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible way to go, but I guess this is how we're going. I think, you, I think you dying. Can't, you, you can't make it real. I can't no, want to hear about your kids. <laughs> no, but that's how about you as a person. Me as a person. Me as a person is not just me as a person. Oh, me as a person on. has children. Okay. Oh, you can't separate me from my children. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't, I don't like, like how, how it you, works. Uh, I don't like how you're using them in this scenario. I'm it's just not you using as... them. I'm just saying when I can, can when I think about myself dying, I never yeah. just think about myself dying alone as a person. I think about my death impacting the people around me who still depend on me. The consequences, yes. Yeah. I guess. I mean, obviously, we all think that also, right? I mean, I have responsibilities as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't want to leave them. I'm just talking about like. Am I a garbage person or am I a person that deserves? I mean, this is stupid because we all deserve to live, but. Yeah. You know what's a more important question, Raheel? What's that? Are you a crinkle fry person or are you a regular fries person? You know, the thing about crinkle fries is I have seen like this crinkle fry thing happen. People like, oh, crinkle fries are so much. Honestly, I don't see the big deal. Crinkle Mm -hmm. fries to me. There's a chance, and maybe this is just the way that some of them were prepared in my uh, in my past. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a higher possibility of crinkle fries uh, not being cooked properly. Like oh. I've eaten more cold crinkle fries in my life than I've eaten regular fries because they weren't they weren't cooked properly. Do you notice a difference between crinkle fries and regular fries? When crinkle fries when crinkle fries are done right. Yeah. They are very yummy. I, it's because it's fried potato. That's why they're yummy. I'm, what <laughs> no, I'm asking, you know, I enjoy the grooves. I enjoy the grooves, the nooks, and the crannies. Okay, because I'm I'm horny for crunch. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess there's a little bit of. A I'm a texture bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna rate them, straight fries, um, crinkle, crinkle fries, curly fries. fries. Oh, curly fries. Okay, like curly home fries, fries don't count. Home fries are just regular potatoes. Okay, it's just we're hash not putting brown. those. Yeah, it's just hash browns. Get out of here. Um, if I and a, and of course, of course, the waffle fry. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah. Overrated. Um, I think gun to my head. Right. If I just want, <laughs> why is there a gun to my head? Well, I guess this movie. There <laughs> this could movie. be a gun to my head. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going with the safe bet. Which is just a regular fry. A regular fry is always going to be delicious, so right? Funny. If I want to be a little bit adventurous, <laughs> if I want to be a little wild, I'm going with the curly fry. I've had some curly fries that are incredible. Like the first, I'd say like six bites are incredible. Um, but then they get old very quickly. Like they get very oily and they start to weigh me down. But those first six bites are better than the six bites of regular fries. Oh, interesting. So you know what the thing you described about like crinkle fries being not cooked properly? Yeah. 
that I feel like I've had with more with curly fries. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Waffle fries are it for me. Because again, nooks, crannies, crunch. Where are you getting these waffle fries? Anywhere. A diner. Chick-fil-A? You know I'm not a Chick-fil-A person. <laughs> and that's not like a moral thing. Yeah. I just don't really think it's that great. I think oh, it's go fine. Yourself. No, I think it's no, I, I think, think it's, it's fine. I think it's considerably better. I think the Chick-fil-A difference, you can taste it. <laughs> Gun to my head. <laughs> if I have to pick between like going to Chick-fil-A or going to Five Guys, I'm going to Five Guys. No, oh, I mean those are two different meals. You're either going for a burger or you're going for a chicken sandwich, right? Let's go and chicken I sandwich. Love chicken. Chicken sandwich. No, but I love chicken. But I would still go with Five Guys over mm. a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich honestly honestly to me it was kind of dry oh what you have you gotten the spicy chick-fil-a sandwich that's yeah. really good it's okay <laughs> you it's know it's not uh, a wendy's spicy chicken sandwich nothing is i have to go back and i have to do a, a taste test of all of these because i haven't had any of these sandwiches in a long, long time um but yeah i think the the wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is probably my favorite fast food item yeah right yeah and that's everything yeah was there anything better i don't think so you know, you know when i used to like to do the wendy's chicken sandwich and then i would take their sweet and sour sauce or whatever that was wendy's had yeah. like a sweet sauce like a sweet okay. some sort of a sweet sauce and yeah. i would dip it in that that doesn't sound right to me that it was actually, delicious that seems like that that sounds like it should be illegal <laughs> and a crime against humanity. You know what uh, I'm sick of? What's that? These Nashville hot sandwiches. <laughs> They're all the rage now. They're all the rage. Every other week, there's a new one. Yeah. And honestly, they all kind of taste the same. They all do say because that's the whole point. I um, know, but they're all like, you... I just don't think any one is like so amazing. And wouldn't you take the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich over all of them? 100%. Yeah. So what do we learn today? I, I don't know. <laughs> what? Okay, let's talk about this movie very briefly for the last five minutes of this episode. Sure. Um, who is your favorite character? Who's my favorite character? Uh, I enjoyed, I guess, Ray Fiennes the most. He was mm-hmm. hilarious. Like, I just really liked watching him. And then also the... Um, I forget. I don't remember what her job was. Like the Elsa, main the maitre d'. The maitre d', yeah. Yeah. She, was, she was great. The guy who played the sommelier was also really funny. He was from Veep. Uh, it was He's hilarious. from the Sonic commercials. Also from the Sonic commercials. You're right. Yeah. Sonic is something I've never had before. Sonic is... I don't know how to describe Sonic. When you get to Sonic, if you get there at the right time, let's say at like 1 a.m. or something, and you're really hungry, when you see the menu, you're like, I could fucking eat all of this shit. Like the shakes and the... You know, all of the appetizers, all the sides and everything. It all looks amazing. And then you get it. And then, like the first couple of bites are okay. But then it's underwhelming. Overall, it's underwhelming. Yeah. I just like don't love hot dogs. What? We just talked about how much we no, like No, I like dogs. just like I don't like hot dogs with like all the fixins and stuff. Like yeah, when you eat okay. a hot dog, I just like we'll have one at home. Yeah. I don't need like all of that. Um, And I don't think that I like love a drive through situation where I have to like sit in my car and eat. I don't like to sit in my car and eat. I like to drive while I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to each their own. Um, 
who did you uh who do you think was like the best actor in the movie um and maybe the maitre d lady she yeah. was I, I was like scared of her i thought she was hilarious she's just yeah so good yeah her name is um hong chow or chow i don't know how to pronounce her last name and i don't want to mispronounce it i apologize she's amazing she was so she's funny great. Yeah. Uh, Delicioso tortilla was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I, I love this movie, and you know what? I would watch it again. I would watch it again too. It's a really fun movie. It is. Do you, did you like this more or less than Glass Onion? Mm. <laughs> I think it's easier to watch than the Glass Onion. Maybe it's mm. very quick. Like it's very breezy. Yeah. It's like a very quick and easy movie and it's just entertaining. I think there may be plot holes in it that I just didn't care about because I was just having so much fun. You know what, what I mean? are plot holes even? Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? What kind of a plot hole am I looking for? Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Who cares? So what? Who cares? So what? Who cares? Um, yeah, I thought it was wonderful. I, I think that I had to, yeah, you have to pay a lot more attention in mm -hmm. Glass Onion. Um, not even that much more attention, no. let's be honest. But I do think that uh, this one was more fun. And I love that every every few minutes, like something crazy happens and then you should cut like the interstitial of like the meal. Yeah. The meal presentations, the courses crack me it's up. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, and so one good. of them is called, uh, what was Tyler's Nicholas Holton? <laughs> Tyler's Bullshit. <laughs> I love uh, when he's like, oh, what are you going to make? He's like, leeks with shallots and butter. He's like, oh, leeks with shallots and butter. <laughs> this cook, he's going to cook it for us. Uh, okay. I, okay. Now, Ray Fives was the best actor. He's the best. He's, so, he's good. so good. He's so good. And you know what? I think it's hot. Sure. 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 Um, any other thoughts about this movie as we wrap this up? Mm. <laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no other thoughts other than I highly recommend it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, some people are saying it wasn't good. And I'm like, suck my dick. It was amazing. Who, who says it's not good? I don't know. I told a bunch of people to watch it and they said, oh, it's good. I heard it's not that good. I said, who? Who's? Why? Why would they say that? I liked it. And you know what? I think that I would watch Glass Onion again, but I would watch this a million times. I think, it, well, because the food, like the, you know, like the food porn keeps bringing you back as well. Yeah, it's aesthetically very pleasing to yeah. watch. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple of days to talk about the things that happened.